Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and thank you so much for joining me on my daily teaching podcast, Grace to Your World. You know, the more we understand God's grace, the more do we find ourselves empowered to change our world and to live the overcoming life. Now, with that being said, let's get into today's message and grow in our walk with Jesus together. Life can only be found in another person. Life is not found in you fading into nothingness. No, glory to God, life is found in another person. It is relational, and the only person who qualifies, guys, is a Jesus, you see. And so, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, guys. You see, the truth is we were created for relationship and fellowship with God and with each other. And so, eternal life, salvation, spiritual life is relational. It's through a relationship with the person of Jesus Christ. It is through a fellowship with the person and the presence of the Holy Spirit, you see. You see, like I said, a lot of people sometimes have this sense that, yeah, you know, the, the, the key to becoming free is, is, is becoming free for myself. In other words, you know, you might have realized, man, you know what? <laughs> a funny thing about all my challenges is that the one thing they all have in common is, um, man, it's me. <laughs> you know, uh, it's always me. <laughs> and so you realize, you know, maybe, just maybe, there could be something here. I'm not, and I'm not saying, guys, there's stuff that doesn't happen in our lives. You know, catch me now. What I'm saying is, is that very often our biggest obstacle, guys, is ourselves. Now, yes, there is an enemy. The, you know, spiritual warfare is very real, but I want you to understand that the devil is a defeated enemy. Jesus already took care of him 2,000 years ago, and the devil can only operate in your life to the degree that you are granting him access. And very often, guys, like I said, spiritual warfare is very, very real, but I don't, you know, I'm not someone who believes that we should, that we can blame everything on, on Satan. <laughs> you know, yeah, he's real, but I want you to understand that oftentimes it's just us. It's some, you know, it's like a, something where we have to mature or it's something where we just kind of have to kind of really let the Holy Spirit teach us to have a higher perspective on certain things. And, 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 and so what I want you to see is that a lot of people have the sense, yeah, you know, the way I'm going to grow, Alex, and mature is I got to somehow overcome myself. But I want you to understand this that we can never become free from ourselves, guys, by means of ourselves. We just can't do it. <laughs> you see, that's the whole point of the gospel. And that was the whole point of the Law of Moses as well. Remember, the Law of Moses was all about self-dependence. The Law of Moses was, yeah, you got to perform. If you perform well enough, you're going to be okay with God. Well, that never worked. And guys, remember, the purpose of the Law of Moses was not to make anybody holy, or to save anybody, the purpose of the Law of Moses was to show us that self-effort and self-dependence doesn't work. It was to show us, guys, that we need a Savior, that we need, that we need to depend on a Jesus, you see. And so, the way that we become free is through looking to Jesus. Are you guys catching that here tonight? I really trust you're catching this, guys. This is so awesome, man. You know, I'm at a point now where that's all I want, is I just want to grow in my relationship with Him. I want to grow in my fellowship with Him. I want to, you know, I want to know Him more deeply and more intimately. And, and it's when we focus on the relationship 
everything else is going to start to flow out of that. Everybody say out loud, it's about the relationship. Say out loud right now, I'm in it for the relationship. If you're with someone, turn to them and say, I'm, I'm in it for the relationship, man. It's all about the relationship. Type it into the chat. If you guys are on the chat, glory be to God. Now, watch this now. What happens is that the pride, take note of pride, the pride of fallen man causes us to always want to come up with ways and means whereby which we can save ourselves. And guys, that is pride. You see, pride is, I, I think I got to do it. I think that I got to qualify. I think that I got to be spiritual enough, man. You see, and, and, and again, we see that in all of the religions of the world, because every single religion in this world, guys, will tell you what you have to do in order to be right with God. Or they will tell you, man, you got to do these things, and then you're going to be spiritual enough, and then you're going to be, you know, okay. Well, guys, catch this now. All of that is based on pride. You see, it's pride and it takes a tremendous humility to realize, man, no matter what I do, <laughs> I'm never going to be able to save myself. I need a savior. I need Jesus. You see, and so no principle in the world is going to be able to do it, guys. It is another person. It's Jesus. It's turning to Jesus. Everybody say, I need Jesus. I need God. Amen. And so it's all about Jesus. It's all about coming to know Jesus. Now, look at uh, St. John chapter 16, verse 13, also in the NLT. Uh, John's Gospel, chapter 16, verse 13. Because now you say, well, Alex, I see what you're saying. And now, Alex, how does this all relate to the Holy Spirit? Well, the Holy Spirit, guys, like I said, He's, he's, he unveils Jesus to you, and it's really all about the Holy Spirit, because I want you to understand, you know, that, that the Holy Spirit was really sent to, A, to, to help us to live this Christian life, but He was really sent to help us to know Jesus, to help us to really have a fellowship with Jesus. And so, you being in a relationship with Jesus is going to be you being a, in, a, in a relationship with His Holy Spirit of grace. Now, the Holy Spirit, guys, is so crucial. And we've been really talking about this now for quite a few weeks here on, this, on our midweek Bible study, of course. And I want you to understand the Bible says that nobody can actually confess Jesus as Savior and Lord other than by the Holy Spirit. You see, it's, it's really the Holy Spirit who draws people to Jesus. It's really the Holy Spirit who bears witness to your heart that Jesus is who he is. <laughs> is he? Because a lot of people have a lot of interesting ideas about who Jesus is. Well, I want you to understand, it's the Holy Spirit who's going to show you the truth about Jesus. Look what he says here in St. John chapter 16, verse 13. He says, when the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. Stop right there. He says, He's going to guide us into all truth. And so, if you want to know the truth, it's the Holy Spirit who's going to make it real to you. The way He's going to guide you as well is, is He's not going to just give you some information. It's not like an intellectual kind of thing. No, the Holy Spirit, guys, He's going to unveil the truth to your heart. And catch this now, child of God. The truth is not a concept. It's not a set of principles. It's not a doctrine. No. 
It comes back to the relationship. The truth is a person. He's a person. And it's Jesus, guys. And so the Holy Spirit's job is to unveil Jesus to our hearts. And so he says, when the, when the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all, all truth. He will not speak on his own. This is Jesus speaking here, of course. He will not speak on his own, but he will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. Now, that's awesome. Holy Spirit is going to tell you some things about your future. <laughs> you see, Holy Spirit is going to give you some insights about some stuff that might be to come. And, and so, that's very powerful. And notice also, we've shared with you before, the Holy Spirit hears and he speaks. And so, in other words, the Holy Spirit hears from the Father and he's going to speak to you. And so the Holy Spirit is how the Father speaks to you directly. Because guys, remember how many of you know Jesus, the Father, the Holy Spirit, one God, three functions. Amen. It's one God functioning as Father, one God functioning as the Son, Jesus, one God functioning as the Holy Spirit. And so one God, three functions, or one God, three persons, but it's the Holy Spirit who's going to speak directly to your heart. Look at verse 14. I love this. This is Jesus speaking. He says, He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. I love that, guys. <laughs> See, Holy Spirit is always going to bring glory to the Lord Jesus, guys. I want you to understand the way that you know that you are hearing from the Holy Spirit. Glory to God is uh, he's always going to be unveiling Jesus to you. He's always going to bring glory uh, to uh, Jesus. You see, he's going to bring Jesus glory, he says, by telling us whatever he receives from Jesus. Uh, you see, you're hearing from the Father, you're hearing from Jesus, you're hearing through the Holy Spirit. You see how this works. It's speaking, he's speaking to your heart. Look at verse 15. Verse 15, he says, all that belongs to the Father is mine. And this is why I said, the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. And so, this is heart-to-heart -heart revelation, guys. You see, Holy Spirit is how God reveals himself to your heart, beyond just some intellectual information, beyond just something that you might have heard growing up. No, Holy Spirit is going to make the presence and the power of God real in your life. Holy Spirit is going to make the things of Jesus real in your heart. You see... And so what do you do? How do we participate in this? This goes back, guys, now to some quiet time. We've been sharing with you quite a bit that, you know, what you want to do is you want to have some quiet time where you're just listening and you're just saying, Holy Spirit, what are you speaking to me? Remember, he's always with you. He's always with you, <laughs> you see. You put your focus on him. And thank you, Lord, you, you receive his love. I want you to understand, guys, one of the quickest ways that you can get a sense of God's presence in your life is really to have an understanding of his love. Now, sometimes you might not feel that necessarily in your emotions, so you got to do it by faith. You just got to say, thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you that you love me, God. Guys, I want you to understand this new covenant is all about how much God loves us. We love God. I love God. 
you love God, I'm sure, but I want you to understand the Bible says that we love Him because He first loved us. And so, it's receiving His love, guys. It's, re it's understanding His grace, His unmerited favor, and what that does is it's going to let Him into every area of your life. And you want to live in a way, guys, where you're letting God into every area of your life. <laughs> you see, that includes those areas where you're struggling. That includes those, those messy areas. You see, God wants to have access to all of those areas. Why? He's not going to judge you or, con or condemn you. No, he wants to have access so he can shine his light into those areas of brokenness. Guys, this is how healing takes place. Even in your emotions, you got some stuff going on in your emotions. Well, what I want to encourage you to do is you want to let him into that area. He's, you know, when you say, Lord, I'm struggling in this area, help me in this area. You see, and you're just letting him in. And I want you to know, guys, that is how transformation takes place in this life. And so the Holy Spirit will always point us to Jesus and never to ourselves. The Holy Spirit is always going to point you to Jesus. He's always going to remind you of who you are in Christ. He's, he's never going to condemn you. Even when there's conviction, it's always conviction without condemnation. In other words, you know, you, you could have done better in a certain area. He's going to let you know, well, you could have done better. But man, let's just let that go. Let's move on. And I'm going to help you to do better next time. In other words, there's no there's excuse me, there's no condemnation. He's not going to, you know, sometimes like people, you, you know, we all know people who, uh, you know, they always love to just kind of bring up something that happened like, you know, man... Those people, guys, who, who are carrying resentments about stuff that happened like 20 years ago, <laughs> and it's like, man, you still haven't let that go. You say, no, Holy Spirit is always going to, it's always about moving forward into more of what God has for you, and the attention is going to be Jesus. Now, notice this, guys. The Holy Spirit, who is a person, points to the person of Jesus who then enables us to be in harmony and right relationship with the Father. And this is how the, the Godhead, this is how God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit work together as three in one to bring about our salvation and our redemption. Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit, points you to the, to the person of Jesus. And through the person of Jesus, you are in harmony and in right relationship with God the Father. You see, it's about the Holy Spirit pointing us to Jesus, guys. Are you guys catching this here tonight? I really, you know, trust that you're you're picking up here what I'm putting down in our um, midweek Bible study, and um, and I, th I really think, guys, you know, yeah, like I said, I'm excited, man, about just this relationship with God. I just want to know Him more, man. And, you know, I'm at a point in my life now where I'm learning it's just about knowing Jesus more and more and more and more. And you, you could have been a Christian all of your life. You can always come to know him more and more and more, guys. It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Now, let's finish off here with uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Verses 16 through 18 in the NLT. And I want you to see how this works here. I want you to see 
this truth that when you're beholding Jesus, when your focus is on Jesus and your relationship, now all of a sudden it's like transformation starts to happen without you really having to try. I've noticed this in my own life, guys. I've had times where you know, I've just been focused on Jesus and my relationship with Him. And then I suddenly realized, man, you know, there's some stuff in my own thinking that's better, you know, that's, that's improved. And, and it wasn't me trying to fix that, you know. It wasn't me doing some self-help. No, it was me in the presence of the Holy Spirit. And He was working on the inside of me. Are you guys catching this? Now, look what he says here. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, 16. He says, but whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now, what is he talking about here? The veil is talking about a veil of spiritual blindness that comes when we are focused overly with ourselves or when we're overly obsessed with self-effort. The veil, the Bible tells us this veil came as a result of the law of Moses and the law of Moses was self-dependence. And so it's, it's, it's a veil of spiritual blindness that really kind of prevents a person from being able to see the truth, the truth of the gospel, the truth of, of, of who Jesus is. And, and that, that veil is caused by self-dependence. Now, now that self-dependence, what it does is it, it, it causes condemnation. Why? Because, because you know somewhere deep down that no matter how hard you work, you know, you're always going to come up short, guys. How many people are there in the world where you're just always doing stuff and doing stuff and doing stuff, but deep down, man, you've got this sense of, of inferiority. You know, deep down, you've got these insecurities. You don't, you wonder if you're really good enough. And so that comes from this self-dependence, from, from, from working to, to, to be whatever, you know, to be right or to be successful or to be in right relationship with God. And so that veil is caused, that it's a veil of spiritual blindness. Now, the Bible says that veil is taken away when you turn away from yourself and you turn to the Lord Jesus, guys. Look at verse 17. For the Lord is the Spirit. Glory to God. And wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Now, in context, this is talking about freedom from the law of Moses, freedom from self-effort and performance, freedom from struggling, striving, and performing. And this freedom, guys, you know, sometimes people say, well, grace, well, too much grace is going to give people a license to sin. I want you guys to understand this is not a freedom to sin. It's the freedom to live right. It's the freedom where the heavy burden from, of self-dependence is lifted. The condemnation from never feeling like you're enough is lifted because you're, you're, you're looking to Jesus, you're depending on Jesus. And so there's a freedom now to live out of who you are in Christ. Look at verse 18. He says, so all of us who, ha who have had that veil removed, guys, if you're in Christ, you've had that veil removed. Okay, I want you to understand. I want you to understand you've had that veil removed. He says, we can now see and reflect the glory of the Lord. I love that. We see and we reflect the glory of uh, Jesus, guys. And he says, and the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. It's all about Jesus, guys. How do you grow spiritually? You look away from yourself. You look to Jesus. You have an authentic relationship with Jesus. Holy Spirit enables you now to see Him, to see Him. And, and as you're seeing Him, 
you're going to start to reflect His glory, and it's not going to be you trying to do it. It's going to be the result of of the Spirit who's working on the inside of you. All of a sudden, people are going to say, "Man, what's up with you? You you seem different today. <laughs> you know, you seem in a in a much better mood today. Um, you don't seem as grumpy today. Whatever, you know." <laughs> uh, and, and and what happens is, you know. And it's not that you suddenly became like a, you know, like a better person or whatever. No, what happens is, you know, it's the one who's working on the inside of you. Child of God, I want you to understand that if you clothe yourself with the presence of the Lord Jesus, if you are clothing yourself with the presence of God, you are going to see some things change in your life, in yourself, and also in certain things happening in your life because because what happens is is you you you're aware of his presence you're walking in his presence you're depending on him and that's going to enable him to do some things in your life guys and so it's the spirit of grace that enables us to see Jesus as he is and as we see him that same spirit of grace transforms us into his image and likeness that's awesome, guys. And uh, I know we're kind of out of time. I just want to real quick go to one more scripture, Matthew 16, 25 in the King James. So I want you to see now really what the meaning of this verse is. This is a verse that we all know, but I want you to really see. I think we can really see the meaning of this verse. Matthew 16, 25. This is Jesus also speaking here. And he says, for whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. Now, oftentimes people interpret that in kind of a workspace perspective. But what I hope you can see is losing your life for his sake is I'm losing myself so I can find myself in him. I'm losing my old identity and I'm discovering my new identity. Not by looking to myself by looking to Jesus. And as I look to Him, guys, it's the Spirit of grace who's making the things of Jesus real to me. It's the Spirit of grace who's transforming me from the inside out. That's awesome, guys. Everybody say it's all about Jesus. It's all about knowing Him. That's awesome, guys. If, if you were blessed by this, I want to encourage you to just take a moment now just to lift up your hands here tonight if you're not driving or bow your heads, whichever you prefer, and just give God thanks for what you've heard tonight. Just give Him thanks for what you've understood and for how the Holy Spirit has been ministering to you even as I was talking, guys. And man, this time flew on by, didn't it? <laughs> oh, man, I'm so excited about this, guys. Just thank Him. Just thank Him for His goodness, guys. Thank Him for His goodness. And just realize that no matter where you are, He's right where you are. He's right there. You can just speak to Him in the quietness of your own heart. And He's right there. And so, Lord, we just thank You right now for Your goodness. And, Lord, I just bless Your precious people right now, God. And my prayer is, Lord, that you would make yourself so real to each and every single one of us, Lord. Oh, we just, we just desire, Lord Jesus, to know you more fully and more completely, Lord. We're yours, Lord.
We're yours. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Alex Rubit. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again on our next podcast as we continue growing in our understanding of God's grace. Now to learn more about our ministry and to download the full-length audio of this and other teachings, simply head to graceworldonline.org. For information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or how to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, simply head to graceworldonline.org forward slash give. Now I pray that you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life, and I look forward to talking to you again on our next podcast.